Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about the death of Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Live Gold, no! Uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, it's going away. Uh, Microsoft announced that this week, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that and the ramifications a little bit later. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have to say up front, John, I have it's I've semi lost my voice from a uh, Blink One Eighty Two concert I went to over the weekend on Sunday. Nice. So gotcha. that's why I sound a little different than normal. See, to the if, listeners. here's the thing. If you hadn't said anything, I don't know that, that anybody would have necessarily called you out on it. Um, but now that you know, you know, now you, now you, now you know, yeah, you, you, you get, you also get the extra context of like, you know, oh yeah, yeah that's, you know, that's, so this is what Chris sounds like. Uh, this is his Blink-182 voice, yeah, you know? Well, actually <laughs> yesterday was my true Blink-182 voice and it, I was, I, it was very, uh, lost yesterday. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Gotcha. So this yeah. is, you know, this is this is your Blink-182 voice, you know, two days removed. So, yeah, two everybody has re- the, yes. the context. I feel like they just, you know, a different, they're on a new level. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but first, uh, before we get into all the Xbox stuff, John, uh, what have you been up to this week? Man, so we're, we're recording a little bit early, um, so not a ton, but I have done uh, one thing. This month, for PlayStation Plus Essential subscribers and above, so there's like PlayStation Plus Essential, it's like the Xbox Live Gold, right? Um, and then there's PlayStation Plus, uh, uh, what is it? what's the one above that one? There's three tiers. Dude, I don't know. There's uh, there's like Essential, there's whatever co- or something else above that, and then there's Premium. Anyway, uh, the, the at the lowest level, they were giving away Alan Wake remastered so alan wake the first oh, one yeah remastered and i was like okay that's sweet i've played control i love control i've played um quantum break that one like that quantum break is great um let me let me play the first like most notable like the first notable game from that that development studio and uh in a remastered form before alan wake 2 comes out which i'm very intrigued by um though it may be too scary for me who knows um so i've started playing alan wake remastered um which let me tell you like it's remastered it's definitely not like not doesn't it looks way better than the original xbox like graphics did um back in the day um but it is still a little rough around the edges like it's still definitely like a game from that era that they've like popped new textures on like the mountain peaks sometimes look really really jaggedy like where it's like oh that's clearly just a polygon out there in the distance you know (laughs) It's, uh, you know, whereas like, you know, I, I think back to like, uh, Red Dead Redemption two, like you look at those mountains and you're like, oh my goodness, those are those, you're telling me that's not a photograph. Um, whereas this, you're like, that's definitely not a photograph. Ah. Um, but it is still pretty fun to play. Like I mean, the, the, the character models look really, you know, up and stuff like that. They look really good. Um, and I like the gameplay, but Chris, man, do I dislike Alan Wake as a character. <laughs> Oh, really? Why? <laughs> he's just like, he's just, he com- he's mean to everybody. He complains about everybody, even his friends and like his, his, his family. I mean, it's just like, dude's just kind of a jerk. Um, and I think that like, maybe that's the point. Uh, it's just, they went a little bit too hard at the, uh, at that 
you know, kind of like, you know, I'm a, I'm a misunderstood jerk artist, you know, you know, author, writer. Um, and so like, you know, it, it's funny cause like the, the character, cause he pops up in control. There's like some Alan Wake DLC and in that DLC, like he like does these monologues and things like that. And it's very dramatic and stuff. And it's, and it's, and it's, like his character is better in that. And so I really do feel like he's just, they just went way too hard at the, at the, uh, the caricature of, uh, of what that they were going for rather than like making him like, Oh, this is like an actual real, you know, kind of a character, uh, from a story. You know, it's just how far, how far are you into this? I'm like three chapters in now. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's six chapters in the whole thing. So anyway, I just, we'll see, we'll see where it ends up with his character, but, just not a huge fan of the character, but the gameplay is fantastic. I love the world and having played control, a lot of the things that are happening in Alan Wake are like further explained and delved into in control. And so, yeah, that's, it's a, uh, it's definitely fun, fun to play through this, having the knowledge that I have from control as well. Nice. Which makes me think I need to probably finish Control because I don't think I, I think I'm right before the last mission. This is one of those games. Control is one of those games that I uh, stopped right before the last mission because I was like, man, this is real fun. Uh, I, am I ready for it to be over? I don't know. And then so I just kind of like stopped. Um, so I need to go back and finish that one probably before Alan Wake 2 comes out. So I have whatever context from the end of that game for whatever their next game is in this this Alan Wake kind of universe. So um, how far did you get in the uh, in the original? About the same, like the second chapter, second or third chapter, but I didn't have the same dislike of him as a character. Like, because it's all mainly his internal dialogue. You know, this isn't necessarily, you know, like uh, stuff that he would like. I think you're, I think you're you're getting like an inside look into his, his mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, I, mean, I can I, see that. I but didn't feel still, at least maybe not for that. Maybe it's just that era that it was in. I'd have yeah. to go back and, and play it now. But like, I don't feel like that was out of the norm for for uh, a lot of like video game characters back then. To, it might not be. And, and I think about like some of the like some of the characters from that that era, which would have been like you know the original like Gears of War, right? Um, and so like, and yeah, you do have a lot of because it's just like to me, it's like every person that he runs into, it's like he has to be like be mean to them. Even and you know as nice or like as as non confrontational as they might be to him, he's like be, he's mean to them. <laughs> so and that's just kind of it again. That's just kind of one of those like where I'm like I don't know man like you know please get me on board board with the main character that I'm playing in this game a little bit yeah. more than this. Yeah. Um, but like you said like it, you know even like Years of War at the time like all the, they're they're constantly like bickering and and right. fighting but it, it's kind of like in a. Uh, in a like, hey, we're we're close friends and we like to you know joke with each other kind of a way, not like you're a complete stranger that I just walked into your diner and <laughs> and I'm being mean to you. Um, I think he's just a he's just a gruff guy, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that all plays out. Again, like I'm I'm enjoying it. There's also collectibles in it that are very much of their time. There are a hundred and nine uh, coffee canteens oh, yeah. in this game. Yeah, yeah. and book pages. There's yeah, lots of book pages. And, yeah, the manuscript pages. And like, man, it's like, okay, well, the manuscript pages are kind of cool because you get to read those. Right. But literally, the coffee canisters have zero reason to what, yeah, like yeah. even want to do them. Um, and so, like, and, and because it's on, like, I'm not like going for the achievement or anything like that. It's just like, mm, I'm not, I'm not gonna do those. <laughs> 
Well, I also noticed there's a there's the um, um, Xbox Ultimate Game Sale happening right now, Ooh. and I think the remastered Alan Wake is on sale for eleven dollars right now on there. So nice um, for anyone who's on Xbox and wants to pick it up. I might pick it up there. Some positive things about it: the gameplay is really fun, like where you like shine the flashlight at the enemies to weaken them, and then and then fire your gun at them to like take them out or whatever, take out the shadows, and and it's like like that like kind of like gameplay of like running through this this like kind of vast. Uh, forest. It's it's like riding the line between like a horror game and an action game, and it, and it successfully like threads that needle for me anyway, um, really well. So I'm I'm very intrigued, like because apparently the second one is going to go more into like the survival uh, aspect of things, um, and so I'm intrigued how that's going to play out for Alan Wake Two. But so far, Alan Wake One, I'm like, man, this is I can see like where. Both Quantum Break, which was a fantastic game, and uh, Control, which is also a fantastic game, I can see like the the base of both of those games in this game, and that's really cool. Um, kind of this just blending of of gameplay genres and stuff. Yeah. Um, but Chris, that's what I've been up to this week. What have mm. you been up to this week? All right. Well, um, uh, so I mentioned Blink One Eight Two. Um, I saw them in Nashville. It was the last uh, U.S. stop on their U.S. leg of their world tour. And uh, it was great to see the uh, the original members back together. I was thinking, you know, like a- afterwards a little bit, I'm like, man, it's a miracle that I just saw them because, you know, Tom's left the band twice. This is his third time rejoining the band. And uh, Mark almost died of cancer last year. He had stage four uh, cancer. And Travis, you know, he like had that, went, was in that pain, plane crash and like broke a bunch of bones in his body at one point. And like, it was just... Really cool to uh, to finally get to see them. It's been on my bucket list for a while with the original members, with Tom with them. So it's awesome. It was really great. Yeah, that was one of my one of my top uh, top definitely top five shows. Maybe my my second favorite show I've ever been to after the uh, Reputation tour, um, the Taylor Swift Reputation tour. But it was nice. it was really good. Um, I also, John, I don't know if you remember, about a year ago started reading a Stephen King book called Duma Key. Yes. Finally finished that. You're done with it now? You you finished it? Done with it. Yep. Nice. Um so uh finished that up. It it was it was really good. Like it the last um third of that book, man, is just like a a train barreling down the tracks uh to the finish. Uh, can't which stop is what it. I No, can't stop it, which is what I like for books. Like I like I mean I you know sometimes you know I would prefer see I I go back and forth. I'm like, do I want that the whole time? No, I, I want that like at the appropriate time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so anyway, I hit that and I was like, all right, well, uh, this is happening. I'm just, and, but it's, I mean, his books are still so long that I like, I tried multiple nights in a row to finish it. <laughs> you're like, tonight's the night. And then yeah. you get to the end of your, no, that's not, no, I just didn't tonight. have enough time. Like, I mean, it would be like, okay, I've been reading this thing for like, you know, two hours and it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning and I'm like, gosh, dang it. I need to like go to bed. <laughs> But how much do I have left? You know, there's not. I'm reading it on my Kindle, so there's not really an, a way to know. It just gives you a percentage. Um, oh, does it not give you, you a page count? Um, it doesn't give you a page. It gives you a location. So, like, because the page, the pages, quote unquote, on a Kindle are relative to your text size. Right. So but it like, doesn't. But it doesn't like give you how many pages at that text size no. it is. Interesting. No, not really. Because I read on Apple Books, um, and Apple Books does do that. Like they give you like this is how many pages out of this many pages, and if you change the text size, it'll change those amounts. 
Mm, I see what you're saying. Well, it changes the location, but like, yeah, there's just not. A, it's not like super, super apparent. I also don't love that staring me in the face, so I sure. kind of try not to pay attention to it. Sure, you know, because um, you know, and I don't really love it. Even like they put the percentage down there. I'm like, cause sometimes I just want to read a book. Yeah, but like when you're holding it, you at least you know usually know like okay, it feels like there's this much left. Right. But. Like I equate it to that. Like we're like. Um, like I equate it to where it's like, okay, if I'm holding the book in my hand, I know how much is in that right hand. Like I know how much is, is like, you know, coming up here. It reminds me of like that story that I had whenever I was reading, what was it? I was reading the, uh, the Aragon trilogy or whatever that then turned into a quadrilogy where like at the end, I didn't know it was, but at the end of the third book, I was like, dude, we do not have enough runway to finish this story. And sure enough, like <laughs> I got to the end, it was like, no, look forward to the fourth book in the series. And I'm oh, like, oh yeah. man, you know, but it's like, I knew, I, I knew it was coming. Did you ever you read know? the fourth book? I did. I did. I did. I finally okay. did. Like, cause it, cause he was still writing it at the time. Like he was, it was still like, I think two or three years out from whenever I finished that third book. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like I'm looking at it on like my, and it may just be the way that it displays on my actual Kindle. Cause I'm looking at it on my iPhone and it is giving me page numbers. Nice. Okay. And a percentage. So like, but I think the other ones just give me a location, whatever, either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It know. might just be like an interface thing, like a UI type yeah. situation. Um, so anyway, I, I finished it. I recommend it to anyone. Um, it was great. Uh, um, little sci-fi mixed with some horror stuff. And remind uh, everybody what the, what the premise was. All one right. More so time. this guy, he gets into this, he owns a construction company. He gets into this accident at work. A crane crushes like the right side of his body, so he like ends up like losing his right arm. He he, you know, it hurts his his right hip and has a uh, I forget what the, what the actual terminology is called, but basically like it's the kind of um, there's a specific type of like head injury where like an, something happens to like the right side of your body, but it affects the left side or whatever. So he had some kind of brain injury that's called that anyway, and. He, you know, like in the rehab process, just kind of like loses who he was and um, ends up uh, moving down to uh, the, this island off of um, close to Tampa. It's not even, it's not a real island. It's called Duma Key. It's a key in the, the Gulf of Mexico and right off the coast. And he uh, rents this house from um, this uh this lady and he starts um, painting things that may either, either he's painting things that already happened or maybe he's painting things that then happened because he painted them. This sounds very much like Alan Wake, you know, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. There's a, there's some Alan Wakiness in there. Which, uh, Alan Wake starts will, with the Stephen King quote. So like clearly there's some influence, you know, <laughs> definite influence. This definitely came after Alan Wink, so, you know. Uh, and, the, I mean, in terms of, like, when he wrote it. Um, sure, but, sure. like, I will tell you, it does not end like Alan Wake. Okay, so okay. it gets nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. I like it. I like, uh, yeah. I like the premise. I, uh, I'm down, dude. I, I was thinking about, like you mentioned, like, when you want it to be like a, you know, like a, a train coming down the track. And I feel like I want it twice. I want that to happen twice in a book. Like at, at the least. beginning. You know, yeah, like right at the beginning to get me hooked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. like the first High Republic uh, Star Wars book, like it hooks you right off the bat, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it like gets, gets you in there for the first like, like quite a few chapters. Um, 
and then it like calms down and stuff, and then it ramps up a little bit at the end. I would have liked more of like a a, a little bit more of a uh, ending like train train going down the track mm. situation. Um, yeah. But I do feel like that that's what I really want because like you can get me real hooked real fast. I'm you know I'll, I will finish the book. Yeah. Um, and whereas like if it's like if it's like oh man it gets gets real good at the back third. It's like well I may not even ever make it to the back third. <laughs> <laughs> so give me twice. Give me twice. So yeah, that's my that's uh, what I've been up to. I, I have one more thing I've I've been up to, but uh, that's gonna be my pick of the week. Pick of the week. Well, Chris, you want to go first? Mm, sure. Uh, so my pick of the week is uh, is Mission Impossible: um, Dead Reckoning Part One. Nice. Saw that over the weekend. It's great. Um, I recommend it to uh, to anyone who loves uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Um, I would honestly like. I rank. I mean, Fallout. If I was ranking these movies, like Fallout's definitely like at the top, and um, probably like uh, this might be second. Like I'll have to. Interesting. Have to see, yeah. I mean, a lot of times I'll put like the. I, the first Mission Impossible up there, but like to me, you can't even. They're not even this. It's not even. It feels so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the third one, um, kind of was like a redefined a, it. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. like if you know, it was. It was basically like, hey, here's what the here's what the new tone is. Like here's the new yeah. tone. Um, the only thing about the third one that, that a lot of the other ones don't have, like it had. I mean, I guess Fallout has it as well. But the third one has like really, really personal uh, stakes um, in it. Um, and then, like, I guess Fallout also has some of that near, you know, in it um, yeah. near the end, um, which is really nice. Like, it's well, it, like, and, and that's 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 really fun. But it is but, the tone that it really translates over to the the rest of the movies. Yeah, and like, you know, not to not to give anything away, but this is the first time where it really just feels like, um, like no one's safe in this universe. Uh, like, it's not like there wasn't there weren't stakes before. Sure. But like I, you know, I think we we've been a, we've been with these characters enough, and uh, and, and like, kind of the the setup for the internal struggle that Ethan faces is the fact that he he cares for his team and he doesn't want anything to happen to them, but at the same time he needs them, you know. Um, and so uh, this one just like jumps straight into the action, and and it's a it's a part one. It's definitely it does not resolve. Uh, everything you know, like it, it semi resolves. I also love, like, love the premise. I don't want to give that away either, but like, it feels very like um, old school kind of spy movie kind of esque at the beginning. Um, cool. And so, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a definite must see in my book. Um, great movie, go see it. Uh, How's the score, Chris? It's I mean, it's really good. Uh, like, I don't know if you've seen any of the trailers, like. There's some really cool takes on the Mission Impossible theme in here. I don't know who did the score. Do you know? Uh, Lauren Balf, the same person who who does uh, who's done the last few. Okay, um, which is really fun. Uh, it's yeah. just, I, I really have enjoyed like the last two. I think it was like Rogue Nation and Fallout are yeah. are two of like my favorite like soundtracks. Really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great. You're gonna love this one then. Well, awesome, Chris. Um, well, my pick of the week this week is a. It is. A calendar, a 2024 calendar. Oh, next year. That I just, I just got in the mail. So it's it's already it's already here. It's already 2024, everyone. Um, but I uh, I pre-ordered it a long time ago. I pre-ordered it. I think it was like in February or something that I ordered this calendar. 
Um, and it is a Dreamcast calendar, a uh, wall calendar. And so it's got, uh, each month, it's got like a different game, um, kind of like up, up on the big art thing. So you've got... Uh, you've got your Sonic Adventure, obviously. You've got your Shenmue. You've got your Samba de Amigo. You've got your Jet Set Radio. We've got your your Crazy Taxi. We've got your Skies of Arcadia. Um, we've got your Sonic Adventure Two. We've got your Choo Choo Rockets. All the all the classics. Fantasy Star Online. They got all a bunch of uh, a bunch of these uh, these awesome Dreamcast things. So that's what my pick is, Chris. Is a uh, 2024 Dreamcast wall calendar. Um, and I'm very, very excited to use it in January. <laughs> nice, dude. That's awesome. Where'd you get it from? It was from Amazon. All right, so my pick of the week is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And your pick of the week is... The Dreamcast 2024 Wall Calendar. All right, John, now for our main segment. Um, so RIP Xbox Live Gold. Um, it was announced this week that it's going away. And dude, RIP, not RIP, because he's not dead, but uh, so long for now to Major Nelson. He, uh, yeah. because there's no more Xbox Live, he's stepping down. Um, he, it's, it was, he kind of like, it, it was, was kind of conflicting, like, to me and curious what he said, but he, like, he said, one, he's, um, you know, stepping down onto new adventures and other things, which makes it seem like he's leaving Microsoft, but then he's, also, uh, still going to host the Xbox podcast after it uh, goes away on hiatus for a while. Yeah, and like you know, that's one of those things that like Major Nelson was the thing. Like in, in whenever whenever I've you know as long as I can remember with Xbox, like it was oh, always yeah. just like oh man, he's giving away free codes or he's like he has the the podcast. He's been doing it forever, so it's like it doesn't surprise me that he's like hey, let me do the, you know let me try something else, let me do something else. Right. But it is one of those things where it's like wow, that's just going to be different. So here's the, uh, this is an article from The Verge um, by Tom Warren, uh, titled Microsoft's new Xbox Game Pass Core will replace Xbox Live Gold in September. Microsoft is launching a new Xbox Game Pass Core subscription to replace Xbox Live Gold. This new Game Pass Core offering will include the usual Xbox online console multiplayer support, deals and discounts, and a small new small catalog of more than 25 games, including Gears 5, Forza Horizon 4, and Psychonauts 2. Existing Xbox Live Gold members will be automatically transferred across to Xbox Game Pass Core on September 14th with the service priced at the same rate of $9.99 per month or $59.99 per year as Xbox Live Gold. As part of this replacement subscription, Microsoft is discontinuing games with Gold on September 1st. The perk that has allowed Xbox owners to grab free games monthly for a decade and add them to their content library. Any Xbox 360 titles that were redeemed in the past will be permanently kept in the library, but Xbox One titles will rely on an ongoing subscription to Xbox Game Pass Core or Game Pass Ultimate. The more than 25 games that Microsoft is including in Game Pass Core are designed to replace games with gold, and Microsoft says it will add new titles two to three times a year. Quote, we wanted to use this opportunity to reimagine how to include content with this subscription. We found that the answer to the most compelling catalog was to leverage select titles from our Xbox Game Pass catalog, says Jarrett West, CVP of Gaming Marketing at Xbox. This catalog of games will be a lot more limited than the full Xbox Game Pass subscription, which is $10.99 a month, and Microsoft is only confirming 19 of the launch titles today. Okay, so they're saying, like, the regular price is $9.99 per month, and it's just a dollar more for the full subscription? 
Yeah, so it's only a couple bucks cheaper than like the regular f- subscription. But Chris, like the regular subscription, I don't think it includes uh, like a multiplayer online. Let me. We'll get there. Uh, Among Us, Descenders, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom Eternal, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Far, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Grounded, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo t- Wars 2, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice, Human Fall Flat, Inside, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Psychonauts 2, Decay, State of Decay 2, The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited. Xbox Game Pass Core could lead to some confusion around the online multiplayer aspects of Game Pass in general, though. While Core includes multiplayer... The regular Xbox Game Pass that's priced higher does not. What? You still need Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for the benefits of Game Pass and online and multiplayer at the same time. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> that makes zero sense. Yeah, so like so now like the confusion that I had with uh with with Sony's like PlayStation Plus offerings is actually looking like it makes a lot more sense than this now. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Um Okay, so you still need Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for the benefits of Game Pass and online multiplayer. Microsoft hasn't solved the potentially confusing aspect of needing Xbox Live Gold alongside a regular Game Pass subscription, and then and the rebranding arguably makes it even more confusing. That's so stupid. Uh, either yeah, way, the writing has been on the wall for Xbox Live Gold for a couple of years now, so it's not surprising to see existing subscribers moved over to an Xbox Game Pass branded subscription. Microsoft rebranded Xbox Live to Xbox Network in 2021, really? But kept the Xbox Live na- Gold naming for its most basic subscription. Microsoft then briefly tried to double the cost of a yearly X- I remember this yearly Xbox Live Gold subscription, a move that didn't go down well with Xbox fans. Microsoft quickly backtracked and offered to remove the paywall for free-to-play multiplayer games. Microsoft then went on to unlock Xbox Party Chat and looking for group for anyone without an Xbox Live Gold subscription alongside allowing anyone to play free-to-play games without Xbox Live Gold. The addition of Xbox Game Pass Core comes just weeks after Microsoft bumped its overall Xbox Game Pass monthly prices. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate has moved from $14.99 to $16.99 per month. The base Xbox Game Pass for console pricing has also been increased from $9.99 a month to $10.99. Microsoft has not changed its PC Game Pass pricing, though. Microsoft also announced plans to end its Xbox Game Pass friends and family plan in August. The plan had spread to eight countries, but Microsoft acknowledged this was a preview program all along and will cease to exist on August 15th. There's no sign if it will return at a later date. Later date. So here's, John, what's included in each one. Core. Yeah. Uh, at $9.99 a month. Yeah. You get online console multiplayer, a catalog of over 25 high-quality games yep, on yep, console. Yep, yep. And member dealing deals and discounts. Okay, so yeah. that's core. Yeah. So, so the thing that they're swapping out there, the thing that they're swapping out in Xbox, like from Xbox Live Gold, is they're swapping out the free games that you get each month to a catalog yep. of twenty games. Which that, honestly, that will is, cycle is through. Twenty five games. Yeah, and it games. will cycle. Okay. But like honestly, that's a better deal in my opinion. Like because like the games for gold, uh, yeah, they were fine. But like at least recently, they've been like. I think they're running out of games that they haven't given away. Sure, um, sure. And so they've been like these really small, like kind of like arcadey kind of games. This gives you access to some great uh, first party uh, AAA games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. Like, it's basically it's either make the deals to pay the money to put the newer games, newer bigger games on 
the Xbox Live Gold as games with gold, or you pay to get them on Game Pass, right? And so I think that the, because Game Pass is their thing, they would much rather pay to get those games on Game Pass. And so that's what they've been doing. They've been paying for the for the older, smaller games to put on Xbox Live games with gold, and then they've just been like piling into the 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 Game Pass subscription uh, where the the majority of their like you know emphasis is. Whereas like Sony. Is, is doing less emphasis on their catalog and more emphasis on like, hey, you get these couple of games for free each month. So um, with their PS, PS Plus uh, offerings. So it's just an interesting, um, it's, it's, I feel like I saw a lot of people be like, finally, this is happening. Finally, you know, it's like, and so I think that it's, it's, a, uh, it's a move that they, that's smart and that a lot of people have been wanting, but like, it does kind of just, it is a little bit of a bummer. Um, so that you're not going to get the game. Yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, the next, next tier is called console. It's 1099 a month. This, you get hundreds of high quality games on console. So it's the entire game pass library on console, uh, new yes. games on day one. And yeah, hence the name, uh, new games on day one and then member deals and discounts. And, uh, the only thing missing here is online multiplayer. So this only really applies if you don't care about multiplayer games. Right. Right. Which is like hilarious because like it's if you're not playing any of these games on on multiplayer, some of the games that are in the Game Pass subscription, right? So some of them require uh like an online multiplayer um element. Um and so like some of the you know some of those hundreds of games, quote unquote, that you're you're actually not going to get the full right. Yep. ability to play because they require multiplayer. So yeah, that that one doesn't make any sense to anyone for me. For like to me, like yeah. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the I, mean, I guess if you're compl- P- and if you're not like if you're not online, you can't download the Game Pass games to your console anyway. Like if you don't have an internet right. connection, you know you're out you're out somewhere without an internet connection. That doesn't apply either because you can't download the games then. So I don't know. That's weird. The next one's called PC. It's basically the same thing, but on PC, hundreds of high-quality games on PC, new games on day one, member deals and discounts, and EA Play membership. It doesn't include online multiplayer because you don't need that. You don't have that. Yep. It's a PC, so yep. you don't need a console owner's permission yep. to play online. Yep. Uh, and then there's Ultimate, which is sixteen ninety nine a month. Hundreds of high-quality games on console, PC, and cloud. New games on day one, member deals, discounts, and perks, online console multiplayer, and EA Play membership. Uh, that's that's the one that I think makes the most sense to me because you get the full Game Pass library and you get online access. Um, I mean, I guess the core, like I, I have a lot of friends who will probably just stick with core. Yeah. Um, but like for me, like I like the games on day one. I like the um, the the the. Uh, all the having access to the full library of games. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the one for me, dude. And that's the thing. Like I, I love my game pass subscription and like whenever I can find it on sale, I do. Um, cause it isn't like inexpensive, but it is super nice to literally just be able to sit down and be like, well, let's try these five games. And like, if you know, one of these five games you're going to like, and so, and, and so like, but the other four, you, you know, you, you didn't, didn't spend money, like additional money, um, buying them. Um, and so, like, and, and the catalog is so vast that, like, it just feels, um, it, fe- it feels like a, a fun time to just be able to, like, scroll through your hundreds of these hundreds of games and then just be like, all right, let's just try some of these and, uh, and see what happens. Um, it is interesting to me. So, like, 
PlayStation and Xbox, there are certain games that they do allow to play multiplayer without the uh, the thing, um, like without the 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 pre- PS Plus or X- uh, Xbox Game Pass Core. Now, um, gonna get gonna get reacclimated to not calling it gold, um, but like. I think Fortnite doesn't require it on either console. Um, so like some free to play games are just free to play regardless. If you have an internet connection, fine. You don't have to have well, a that's, subscription. Yeah, that's, uh, is that going to continue? It doesn't say anything about that in this. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I assumed that it would, but, uh, I, but maybe not. It might not be a thing. Um, yeah. I'll look and see. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like they'd be stupid not to continue that, but like they just didn't say anything about it yeah 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 so depending on the game yeah some free to play multiplayers no longer require your uh xbox live gold subscription that's like in their in their faq but it doesn't say anything about the new because this is the faq for gold um interesting yeah okay it, yeah i don't know it that's a that's a good question of if that's continuing I, I i will go ahead and just like assume that it will but it might not who knows um, only, only Xbox and Phil Spencer have the answer to this question. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, it's such a weird thing to not include it that like that online multiplayer in the middle one, in the middle tier, it makes it way more confusing. Um, I do like that we don't have like, oh, there's Xbox live gold subscription and a game pass subscription. Cause that was real confusing, um, before to have the different branding that was like really, um, of, of kind of a bummer. Yeah, of, they, uh, I mean, they said it's, it's more confusing now. Like, I, I don't, I, I think it's less confusing now. Like, if you want to play online, you need either the core, if you don't want the full library of games, or you want ultimate, if you want all the games. Right. If you're not going to play online, you just want access to the games, you have the console. That's it. Like, that's the, that's the pitch. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know where, you know, that feels more straightforward than what we had before, where it was like, okay, sure. yes, you need. <laughs> Xbox Live Gold, if you're playing uh, things that need online, but then you can then subscribe to Xbox Game Pass on top of that, yeah. or Xbox Live Game uh, Ultimate that For includes both, both basically live. Yeah, it's just like okay, that's yeah. more confusing to explain. Yeah, it's it's essentially like okay, well, are we looking at a, a, like a, a a triangle shape or are we looking at a tier list? You know, yeah. <laughs> and so like yeah. before we were looking at a triangle shape, and where up on top you had a Game Pass Ultimate, and then these other two subscriptions were included in that one. But now we're looking at kind of like a tier list of like, okay, well, here's the bottom, here's the middle, here's the top. It's just the middle doesn't include <laughs> something that the bottom tier does. And it's like, well, that's that's unfortunate. Um, it is more confusing than like Sony's PS Plus stuff because all of their PS Plus tiers have uh, have the um, online multiplayer included. And it just breaks down to what games are available to you um, to download like in their games catalog. So, you, you know, so you just basically decide at what level do I want to subscribe for these games um, and then go from there. Well, it's been a good 20 years for Xbox Live Gold. Games with Gold is still like one of the best like marketing names of a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and it, got, it went far. It got them far. Again, I, I haven't been... I know you said you've been playing them. I haven't been like super like impressed by the like games in there recently. You know, like they haven't been like you know triple A games. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, it's made me play some like real indie things, but so would Game Pass. You know, 
Correct. Yeah. It is just kind of like a spotlight on like, you know, there's a, a platformer a, a couple of like months back where I was like, oh man, that's super cool. This one's on there. Um, but also it was a little bit older of a game and it was just a game that I had forgotten about. And so it like kind of just resurfaced with that. Um, and I was like, I'll play it now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like the, the, that this does seem like a better deal for just a new consumer. Um, having, you know, been with Xbox gold for so many years, it's like, I have, I've already, like, I've gotten, you know, hundreds of games off the thing. Um, so at this point I'm like, I'm not super upset cause those aren't going away. Um, they're not like taking all of those away or anything. Those get rolled back in. And as long as you maintain your subscription, you still can play them. Um, but they all get rolled into your, into your new thing. It's just one of those things where it's like, man, from a, from a nostalgia perspective, you're like, ah, oh, man, but things got to change, dude. And, and this is way better for a, a brand new person getting a, a, a console and saying, oh, what subscription should I get here? Let me get the core one and see if I like it. It just gets them a taste of like game pass of like, Hey, here's, here's a D, you know, 25 different games that you can just play day one and uh and and you know enjoy and if you enjoy it maybe you're like hey i want hundreds of games now and so then you upgrade um so it just is a better thing for the consumer i think in the in the end than just like two games per month that you have to maintain that membership in order to for two years in order to accrue the same amount of games that you'd get from day one in this one totally totally all right. Well, that's it for this week. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at kishwright250. And johnwright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. Target.